0: You hit the button yet? Yeah. I did. And then I see Mama Son in the chat. He's coming. Yep. She has good intel.
1: <laughs> she has good intel.
0: Good morning everybody. I'm that bear guy from the internet. Double 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 dot bearindependent.com. If you can't spell bear independent well, I don't know. There's probably a grant for GED or something out there. Uh, five by five, according to the chat, it is the 9th of February, 2024, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord, and all the other words, and uh, we're going to do the brief today, assuming that I can find it on my rectangle, if not, you know, we tried, right, it's the thought that counts, it's actually not, it's the execution that counts, for all my, all our people out there in the world yeah, what's that Lincoln Park song? Wah, 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 wah. There was a bunch of Lincoln Park songs. Yeah, and they all sounded like wah, 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 <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I tried so hard and I got so far, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. it does matter. Trying doesn't matter. Executing matters. And to that end, I found the brief on my phone. Thank you. A. plus plus. Fair independent brief, 9th of February 2024, approximately 24, I don't know, 18 hours, very soon after the interview between Putin and Tucker, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Did you watch all of it? I watched most of it. it? Yeah, it was two hours long. Oh gosh. Once again, data from the U.S. continues to be surprisingly strong. Over 350,000 jobs were added in January, a number that exceeded expectations. Hmm, It doesn't feel like it, though, does it? Also, unemployment applications in the country continue to decrease. Unfortunately, not all the world's major economies are enjoying such good news. Across the Pacific, China's economy appears to be seizing. The housing market is in serious distress and about a trillion dollars worth has dissipated from the exchanges in Hong Kong and China since the year began. Well, that's interesting because it sounded like Putin told Tucker that China had a stronger economy than the United States. You You know what's fun about that? We basically have on a global level... Uh, wage slaves from either country having a PP measuring contest over my slave owner is better than your slave owner and if you disagree we'll come over there and kill you so that I can achieve a higher slave status. Right? It's like you just boil it down to brass tacks. It's like China's economy is better than the United States. No, America's economy is better than China. Right, right, right. Why? What, What is what matters is the execution. Do you have more money now or not? Does the money go further now or not? Does stuff cost more now or not? Is your business better now or not? I had dinner last night at an Asian restaurant in the the gigantic booming metropolis near our house. and um, We're asking the, the lady... They were the, um, you know what? Screw it. It's Friday and I'm on sabbatical anyway. So I'm just going to use words so that I don't have to police myself. There's a certain subset of Asians that are brown Muslim Asians. I don't know if you know this, but it was an Asian food place and it was phenomenal. Uh, really, really good. And we asked and we said, Hey, I forget what it was. Oh, is there any pork in that? And I said, no, no pork in the whole building. It was like, how interesting. And the witch just goes, yeah, most of the people here are Muslim. I'm like, cool. Now, per the dictates of the internet and the church and, I don't know, the last 1400 years of history, at that point, the two of us should have had like a major stare down. And I, we should have drawn swords and just started slaughtering each other. And um, we didn't. We got excellent food with excellent service and I tipped excellently. And everybody was happy. Because, America, we all have a God-given constitutionally protected right to be as right or wrong about our beliefs as we want to be. The execution matters. Most Chinese people, and I I say that to preface this comment with that, most Chinese people are not scumbags. Most Russians aren't scumbags. Most Ukrainians aren't scumbags. Uh, Most Afghanis and Iraqis aren't scumbags. Most Palestinians and Israelis aren't scumbags. Trudeau's a jerk, but most Canadians are a great people, right? most Mexicans aren't scumbags, but the border wall. Yeah, I know. I'm super duper aware. But by and large, if you had to sit down and share a meal with those people, you'd probably enjoy yourself. You probably, bear a stand damn fun. Thank you, email David Lehman. Um, You'd probably enjoy your time with one another if you had to. And instead, it's a handful, just a few, maybe a thousand people globally who are like, you know what? How do we utterly destroy things on this blue marble so we can put them back together again for us the way that we want them? So that we can extract as much uh, power and influence out of the situation as possible. And then all us minions, us little people over here, it's like, my my land with imaginary lines drawn around it is better than your land with imaginary lines drawn around it. And if you disagree enough, we'll come over there and let all the blood out of your body. Now, it's different. If you come over here and try to let all the blood out of my body first, Ote, well, it's on now, homie. But we, we, if you break this down far enough, it's like, I'm not saying live and let live because there's some people, there's some people that are not going to live, let live and therefore preemptively, maybe we delete so we don't get deleted. In fact, the Patreon video this morning is titled do, uh, I don't even know if you can say this word on YouTube anymore. I don't care. Uh. Can pedophiles receive grace? That's the Patreon video this morning, where Pastor Bear had his on discussing biblically is that possible? I'm not going to pre- I'm not going to rephrase it here on this channel because they find people on Patreon paid the cover charge to see the band play over there. Some people you got to delete so that they don't delete other people. But the vast majority of people are fine. And yet somehow in 2024, we've devolved to the point where de facto, if you just look at the reality of the situation, things are in very few ways better than they were five years, 10 years, 20 years, a hundred years ago. Do we have more technology? Yes, we do. Has that technology improved our lives in some metrics? Yes. In other metrics? No. Do you feel closer to or further away from your family now than you did 10 years ago? Does your money go further now than it did even 10 years ago? Can you buy a vehicle? Can you work on a vehicle now as compared to 10 years ago? Whether are that is the you know, SUV to go get groceries or the tractor that you're trying to make food come up out of the ground with? So by all metrics, the the White House and um, their cronies in the financial space, they might have some good numbers for us this morning, but I think they're not tangible, credible numbers, if that makes sense. Let me sip my coffee and we'll get back to reading the brief. I told myself, hey, I don't have that much time to do the brief this morning, so I'm just going to stick to the brief. And here we are nine minutes later, I've read two sentences. You get, you, what, stick you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. That's what we tell our kids when they're little. Some, no forgiveness for chomos. Hey, Rocklick, I'm with you. CalebHouse.org. Caleb with a K. CalebHouse.org. There's some people out there, they're like, I hate it when you drink coffee on camera because you slurp your coffee. To which I respond, Hey, nobody's keeping you here. You can bounce. Yeah, and then I'll do something like this. (laughs) Shall we continue? Yes, bear. All right. Let's see. Across the Pacific, China's economy appears to be seizing. The housing market is in serious distress, and about a trillion doll hairs worth has dissipated from the exchanges in Hong Kong. And China, since the year began. In fact, the CSI 300 index, China's benchmark index, let's let's be honest, like three of us here knew what that was before I explained it. I was not one of the three. Also, you guys like my haircut? Yeah. Looks pretty good, right? Bear, do you have ADD? What do you think? JC Fixer, towards the new Bear Den. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, JC. The CSI 300 index, China's benchmark index, is near a five-year low, with a 12-month loss of almost 20%. Morgan Stanley's China economist, Robin Jing, told NPR that the GDP deflator, quote, it has been in negative territory for three quarters in a row. It's the longest and deepest deflation since the 1998 Asian financial crisis, end quote. Yes, this is partially a result of the weakened demand stemming from the policies instituted in the wake of 2020. So what about America? Could it be that the only one of these major economies is experiencing long-term trouble? Unfortunately, no. A recent piece published by Fortune indicates that the lockdowns in the U.S. will have reverberating impacts on the economy through the negative impacts they've had on students' education. No way. Really? Also, what is the current generation called? Zoomers? Is I that what they're called? Them. I think they're called Zoomers. If, you, if you're drinking Peter Zeehan's Kool-Aid, um, which some days his Kool-Aid is more palatable than others, but if you're drinking Zeehan's Kool-Aid, um, America and the world has the smallest generation, like since we started recording, generations. So population-wise, um, there's just not going to be as many people to do as much work, which is why so many people in the AI and robotics space are like, We must have the robots to do the work so that the people don't die. And then the rest of us normies are like, yeah, but I've watched Terminator. (laughs) I don't, I have an inherent distrust of the robots because yes, they're supposed to help mankind, but then I don't know. They like fly through a portal and become liquid metal and, you know, knives and stabbing weapons and are trying to kill John Connor. And I don't want to be John Connor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, I received that indoctrination, I now reject all other indoctrination. It's like my prefrontal cortex, like, solidified, and I'm just good now. I don't need any more programming. <laughs> yeah. I, robot. Yeah, Cindy P. What's up, Cindy P.? Right, swivel head medic, iRobot. Yeah, so there's some people who are like, we're going to need the robots and the AI to save humanity. And there's other people of like who are like, you know, my... My take on this is that they're not going to be inclined to save humanity. And then you get the whole, like, let's put two chat GPTs in a room and let them talk to each other about how they would destroy humanity. And they start laughing at each other and coming up with more and more diabolical plans. That's probably not good. Probably not good. So I go to, like, Pinky and the Brain. Pinky in the Brain? Yeah. That's your... Prefrontal cortex indoctrination. Yeah, let's take over the. World. Let's take over the world. I'm like, my goal right now is to like reestablish righteous dominance, like here within one square mile of where I am. <laughs> the world is, you know, meh, meh, meh. They won't self terminate for us, so we can go buy Starbucks. Who wants Starbucks? mooseruncoffee.com, yo link in the description i make my own starbucks yeah my wife makes her own starbies or um you know also from one entrepreneur to another our brother jared at guns and gadgets is, has been doing um a great job with blackout coffee company a great job um not just from a coffee standpoint they have great coffee but from a business standpoint, I've been watching how they've been doing things because you might not know this, but I'm pretty passionate about business stuff. And, um, you know, they raised the Series A, they crowdfunded a Series A, which was beautiful. They used that for expansion and they took some of that money for expansion and they poured that into marketing and the marketing is starting to catch, which allows them to get a greater economy of scale and reach more customers. And then customer retention goes up and CAC cost of acquisition goes down. So, when you have a lower cost of acquisition and a higher life value, then you increase profitability, not just revenue, and then you can reinvest from there. So, they're they're doing good. I don't know the internal workings. I'm not on their board of directors, but from the exterior, watching what they've been doing, I'm like, good for you, man. Really good job. Good for you. So, who needs Starby's when you got Moose Run Coffee or you got... Uh, You know, Blackout Coffee Co. Or or Holler Roast, our friend Nicole and Holler Roast. There's lots of good options for coffee out there without having to fight the Terminator in the street so you can go get your Starbies, you know? All right, continuing. The Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, or OECD, uh, noted that from 2018 to 2022, quote, There was an unprecedented drop in performance in many countries for 15-year-olds tested on reading and mathematics, end quote, and warned that, quote, this could have a persisting negative impact on the level of productivity over the next 30 to 40 years, end quote. Yeah, what what did you think was going to happen? You made the kids wear the face diapers and put plexiglass shields in between them, and they performed negatively, You did abnormal things and got abnormal results. Hmm. I seem to remember some dude that looked similar to the way that I look, although I think his beard was about a foot long at the time, saying such things during that time, that if you do abnormal things, it will produce abnormal results, and those will have, uh, abnormal results will have reverberating effects. And here we are. Now, I don't know everything. I'll be the first one to tell you I don't know everything, but basic things. Like patterns of behavior, uh, especially with children. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense because you reap what you sow. You, if you sow dumb shit, you're gonna reap dumb shit. Tracking, tracking bear. All right, cool. Of course, having more struggles with productivity over the long term is not the same as a blinking lights crisis crisis in the short term, which China does seem to be experiencing. And with China still being such a massive player in the global industry, this will have its own much more immediate impacts. What can occur? U.S. businesses may experience decreased revenues and increased costs, and there may arise trade and supply chain disruptions, stock market volatility, currency and debt concerns, and even exacerbation of geopolitical tensions. In an increasingly interdependent global scene, independence is becoming more and more important. Which... Let's extrapolate that down from the global geopolitical scale to your household. As the fragility of the system increases, independence should increase as well. For what? The preservation of life. So that like you and your wife and your kids and your homies don't have to worry about, oh no, the truck didn't show up to Walmart. We're all going to starve to death now. Right? Or we don't shop at Walmart. We we shop at Target. Okay, the Target truck didn't show up. Now you're gonna starve to death. In fact, I saw um, a report from Walmart. It wasn't widely distributed, but as the economy has decreased, they they had an own a Walmart white paper talking about how they were capturing more and more Target shoppers. Because people were coming over from Target to Walmart. So they were talking about how do we, what Pareto principle, 8020 rule, slight 20% changes can we make that will increase our 80% results that we want to see mm-hmm. to be more attractive to somebody who's accustomed to shopping at Target rather than Walmart? There's an indicator. That's it, that's an indicator. Well, they did a lot of like their the core line changed. Their girls' clothing line changed. Like they started carrying Justice, uh-huh. which is one of those that kind of like falls in line with the Target shoppers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I see that 100%. Mm-hmm. That's an indicator. Absolutely, for for both Walmart and Target, but for us, people are becoming more conscious or just out of simple necessity, having to shop at different places that maybe they wouldn't have shopped at before um, for economic reasons. Bringing it back around to us. Okay. The world's going to get stupid or stupider, whichever you prefer. What should I do? It's basic prepper stuff. Just like super basic prepper stuff. You should have food, water, shelter, combo, Intel, security, yeah, homies like that's that's what you should have. How do I do that prepper classroom here live on uh, or free on YouTube. It's a uh, playlist here. A lot of people don't use the playlist function. You should you put bare independent in the YouTube search bar. It'll pull up the channel. You click on the channel. You click playlists on mobile or on desktop or on tablet or on TV, whatever you're into. It's not on podcast i know some of y'all are listening on podcast but it's on the youtube channel you click the prepper classroom and you do the things that are in the prepper classroom do i have it all figured out no but you are getting 20 years of preparedness experience there in that prepper classroom series on the basics how much food how much water what does camo look like what should it look like etc 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 scaling up from there it's all nuanced based upon your context What do you need? I don't know. I'm not you, but I can help you figure out what you need based upon your context, and that's a big part of what we do on Patreon with the Q&A over there. Now, I'm guessing a bunch of y'all saw the uh, Tucker interview. Thumbs up in the chat if you saw the Tucker interview. I'm actually guessing a bunch of y'all watched the highlights of the Tucker interview. No? No. Wisconsin Farm Boy did not. Sigrid. Yes. Most of y'all. Several of y'all. Whole thing. Okay. From beginning to end. Okay. Cool. So, one of the things that um, really jumped out to me on the Tucker interview... And it's obvious when we talk about any type of intelligence, intel, like rule one, step one, consider the source. So if we just simply remove Tucker from the equation, we say all of Tucker's motivations are altruistic. Which they're not, because everybody operates in their own personal best interest. Overtly, covertly, consciously, subconsciously, whatever. Everybody operates in their own self-interest. And maybe Tucker's self-interest here is he just wanted to land a giant interview. Or maybe he's a shill for the World Economic Forum or whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Let's just focus on Putin. What's Putin's self-interest? He gets a platform to speak with the world because I don't know how many clicks and views that interview has gotten thus far, but I would not be surprised if it ends up in the billions in the near future. And he gets the stage literally to be able to espouse his line of thinking, his propaganda in a controlled setting. And if you notice when Putin started, and Putin's a trained intelligence officer okay the answer to the first question what essentially what right does Russia have to the eastern half of Ukraine was a 30-minute long dissertation on the history of Russia beginning in the 800s so what did Putin do there he established dominance He established that he was a subject matter expert on this. He laid out the geopolitical and legal reasons as to why. Tucker tried to interrupt him a couple, maybe three times. Putin was unfazed by that, and he just continued. Right, And so there was one man in charge of that interview, and it was Putin. It wasn't Tucker Carlson. There were a lot of other claims as well, like the fall of the Soviet Union in '91 was agreed to uh, and pushed through by the Russians so that they could potentially join NATO. On and on and on and on and on. If if you haven't watched the interview, you should definitely watch it. At least the highlight reel. Um, it's a great study. If if you watch it, don't listen to it. Watch it. Look at the body language. Look at the words that are chosen. Look at the way the conversation is flowing. It's a great study in um, Tucker's attempts at elicitation and Putin's attempts to deflect them and deflecting them masterfully and controlling the conversation. And then you get old Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. who's just got to respond who is literally acting senile on live national, international television in response to Putin. And that's the ultimate win of this conversation. The compare contrast here between cool, calm, collected, powerful, intelligent, well-spoken Vladimir Putin, and then grandpa on the world stage Stammering and yelling at people, un- literally unable to string enough words together into a sentence to sound coherent. <clears throat> so, worth checking out. If you guys want a standalone brief from me on the Putin conversation, let me know in the chat, like right now, and we'll put it together. If you don't, no worries. Whoa, ice lady, what are you doing over there? The ice. What's up, Iridium? Vodka grandpa beats ice cream grandpa there for sure, 100%. Yes, please do it. Yes, yes, yes. Roger that. Roger that. Making a note. All right. The next thing I want to address real quick before we get into the bonus Intel, which you send into Intel at bearindependent.com. um, which we will do next. And that will be the conclusion of the brief. A bunch of y'all have reached out and said, mark time, 2730. 2730. I'm literally writing that down because people have been emailing and asking Bear, there's an apocalypse coming. Which apocalypse, homie? Did I say apocalypse? I meant an eclipse. Okay, those are not the same thing. Are you talking about the eclipse on April 8th, 2024? Yes. What should we do? I must admit, I'm up to my ears in eclipse talk and low on patience on eclipse talk at this point. And so... I will tell you what I think on this, and you can receive or not receive as much of this as you want to. And whatever you choose to do in your life is your business. So don't need a bunch of angry, freaking comments on this. I don't need a bunch of angry comments, period. But regarding the uh, not apocalypse, the eclipse, April 8th, 2024. In a nutshell, what's going on there? There will be, what's that? A solar eclipse where the moon goes in front front of the sun. Approximately 2 p.m. in the afternoon. It'll last approximately two hours. And there are uh, initial threat. (laughs) Threat, air quote. People who want to view the eclipse will be driving into areas where the eclipse will be in what's called totality. Totality. And so there, will, there is likely to be a large influx of people into areas where the eclipse will be in totality. And so if your area is a place that will be in totality, you could have a whole bunch of people from outside of town coming into town to view the eclipse. I've done a little bit of research on this. Do bad things happen during eclipses? You know, like dogs bark at a full moon. And this is a thing. Mm-hmm. People bring their animals to the vet 23% to 28% more during a full moon than they would normally. If you've worked in public safety, law enforcement, EMS, and fire, you know, people act weird during a full moon. So I was like, I wonder what happens to people during eclipses. Can't find a lot of good reporting on that. But what I didn't find was mass murder spree happens during previous solar eclipse or lunar eclipse or whatever. I haven't found any of that. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but if it does, the reporting's not out there. So the threat from a whole bunch of people coming into your area is that the gas pumps could run dry, cell phone towers could be overrun, and uh, the grocery stores may run out of food. Now, if you're watching this channel, hopefully you're into preparedness, which means before all the extra people show up to your area, again, zero day is April 8th, 2024, approximately 2 p.m. Central Time. Before then, you should have gasoline and you should have a combo plan and you should have some food. Now, you should have those things anyway. The likelihood of people behaving badly is not an exponential increase. It's a linear increase simply because there's going to be more people in the area. So the same 2% of the population that acts stupid. 2% of a thousand is 20 people, right? 2% of 100,000 is 2,000 people. And so there's the possibility that EMS, fire, and law enforcement could be overwhelmed if people are acting stupid during the eclipse. I think it's a low probability that that happens. So most likely, the biggest threat here is going to be driving. People who are driving into the area, driving out of the area, and people who are driving during the eclipse. So motor vehicle accidents, which is med calls. Which means for you, don't be on the road during the eclipse. Don't be driving around during the eclipse. Super practical, tactical advice. This this event honestly seems to me like stay home. I'm talking about physical aspects. Stay home. If you're not home, you're probably going to need a med kit more than a rifle. Okay? Spiritually, this is a a sign in the sky, Genesis 1, Genesis 2, the moon, the sun, and the stars are for signs and appointed times, in conjunction with a high holy day, the Moedim, because it's right up on the new moon when we would begin counting for the Passover. So the Father wants to get our attention. Why does he want to get our attention? I think, I don't know, but I think that this eclipse marks the beginning of seven years of lean for reasons i'm not going to get into now i've discussed on patreon i've discussed it other times on other videos the previous eclipse that was seven years ago seven times seven years of fat this one seven years of lean i think 2024 geopolitically socially is going to be a shit show I also think inexplicably the father's people are going to be blessed during that time because his word will not return to him void. And there's going to be a greater juxtaposition between believers who are walking in faith and people who aren't. And that's going to be a witness to people who aren't walking in faith that, hey, you guys seem to be doing okay. I want some of what you want and so you may see many new people coming to faith during the next seven years as part of a prophesied awakening which is outside the scope of today's video but you will also see the people who aren't walking in faith an increased distance between people of faith and people not of faith and the people not of faith will continue even more vehemently to point their fingers at the people of faith and say see it's unfair Those people aren't starving to death. Those people still have jobs. Those people's mortgages haven't been foreclosed on. We got to go do something about those people. Great delusion. Second Thessalonians chapter two, read it. So I think, I don't know, I'm not preaching or prophesying to be perfectly clear, but I think that this eclipse begins a seven year period of lean, which means if you're not already prepping, you need to start. If you are already prepping, it might be time to grab a gear, homie. might be time to shift it into overdrive to do what you can, right? Whatever your budget and your timeline will allow to be as prepared as possible for when the world gets more stupid than it already is. Next, somewhere, I don't know, depends on which Facebook meme you're looking at, somewhere between nine and 11 cities called Nineveh. The eclipse is going to pass over and it uh, climaxes, if you will, in a town whose nickname is Little Egypt. And there's a lot of people trying to make biblical hay out of that, to which I would respond, read the book of Jonah. If we're going to make the Nineveh claim, read the book of Jonah. Nineveh, 120,000 people were saved because one man of Elohim against his own will, walking in the Father's will, went to Nineveh and preached the word. So, if you are a man of faith, a woman of faith, and you're wondering, what do I do during the eclipse? Um, let, let me break it down Barney style for you. I'm 0% afraid that the sky's going to get dark because it does it every day. Then it gets undark. Again, every day. The the moon, the sun, and the stars are for signs and appointed times. I don't worship the moon. I don't worship the sun. I don't worship the earth. I worship the creator, Abba, Yahuwah, or Elohim, the Lord, our God, who made those things. And he is sovereign over those things just as he is sovereign over me. So I'm 0% afraid of what's going to happen here. But many other people will be afraid of what's going on here let your light shine in the darkness and the darkness comprehendeth it not so if you want to make the nineveh argument and there's a lot of people saying oh nineveh's going to get some because of this eclipse yeah these these heathen babylonian ninevites dude read jonah they repent 120,000 men because one man of Elohim who didn't want to be there went to Nineveh and preached the word. So as a believer, what should I be doing during the eclipse? I don't know that you should be doing anything. I think this is probably a time for prayer and introspection. But if you feel feel called to do something, I'd probably put a Bible in my hand and go preach the word to Nineveh if that Is on your heart what should we do the darkness comprehendeth it not the light shines into the darkness the whole country is going to be paying attention at this time what better time to be a witness because of that increased separation i think over the next seven years between people of faith and people not of faith yah is saying for signs and appointed times. Do I have your attention now? Yes, sir. And you have not just my attention. You have everybody's attention. Good. Tell them my word. That's what I think's going on here in a nutshell with this eclipse. This is a pressure test from a preparedness standpoint to make sure you have your basics squared away. From a spiritual standpoint, I think it starts a clock, doesn't stop a clock. I don't think Brimstone is going to fall from the sky on April 8th. But I think it starts the clock for seven years of lean. And it's a witnessing opportunity per the biblical pattern we've already been given. That in the moments of darkness that we get to let our light shine. No man lights a lamp and puts it underneath a basket. You are the shining city on the hill. Roger tracking. So. What a great time to be the light, literally. Okay? That's the eclipse. Ah, 11 minutes on the eclipse. That should serve as uh, as a reference for everybody who's been emailing and messaging and asking about the eclipse. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Desmond Burnett, what is lean? Read the story of Joseph in Genesis. And Pharaoh's vision. Okay. Okay, Bear. Cool. Um, so if you want to share this out to people who've been asking questions about the eclipse, starting at time stamp timestamp 2730. That's the eclipse conversation. <clears throat> mm. Bonus Intel, Bear Independent, 9 February 24. These are all quotes. I'm not going to say quote over and over again. Debated on sharing this, but I feel that I should, if it helps even one other person. Long story short, keep an eye on who your family is communicating with, even older children. My daughter, who will be 20 tomorrow, met a person playing a game online and began to communicate with this person outside of the game. And over a period of several months, the person had convinced my daughter to visit him. This person is located in canada but upon further investigation we found out that he is from iran and had supposedly lived in canada since he was 10. there are many other red flags and she came to her senses before she actually made the trip but he had purchased her a plane ticket and had made many other plans and promises upon her arrival to his location along with traveling abroad and who knows what else she is old enough to have taken the trip voluntarily And I'm convinced that had she made the trip, she would have been whisked away to who knows where and would have never seen her again. The scariest part of all of it is I had thought I had covered all my bases and that my family was protected from such things. But I completely missed this one and it could have cost us dearly. If getting this message out saves even one other girl from being a victim of this type of trafficking, it is worth it no matter how embarrassing it is for me to share this message. Yeah, so... um, I'll give you a little uh, insider tidbit. A lot of these online video games have a chat function, and a lot of these chat functions are used by weirdos to communicate with and build rapport with children. Happens over and over and over and over and over again. We were involved in the rescue of one individual because of that. That was the way that they were making contact. And if you read, if you read, period, um, you might consider this book right here. Caught in the Web, Inside the Police Hunt to Rescue Children from Online Predators by Julian Schur. Great book. The subject matter is horrendous. But the operational knowledge inside of this book is eye-opening. Was eye opening even for me, and I'm in the anti human trafficking space. So, recommended read Caught in the Web by Julian Schur. Uh, <clears throat> Be very, very careful who your children talk to, especially on the internet, especially on the internet and chat functions and games. Negative. I blame Disney. Well, Wild, there's been pedophiles way before there's been Disney. Mm -hmm. So you blame whoever you want to that makes you feel good about yourself. Have they made the situation better? No. Are they the cause of it? No. I blame Satan. I blame (laughs) Satan, said my wife. There you go. Laid at the actual feet of the actual asshole. I dig it. Next, traveling to New Jersey for a family trip. Yes, I know. When going through TSA in Tampa, all people were being swabbed for residue. They didn't specify exactly for what. However, when I was leaving Afghanistan as a contractor, I was swapped for residue with the same systems. I believe this is in response from a growing domestic threat from the border. It's a fun little tidbit. (laughs) Next. Your talk on the grid and having to black start it is what fuels this message. I have worked at several black several black start sites as well and been into some of the bunkers where they do grid control and monitoring throughout Indiana and surrounding states. Most black start sites have two to four, uh, two meg V16 diesel gensets coming in at 69 liters apiece, normally in the 3000 horsepower range. These are considerable generators. These gensets will power up the national gas turbines that will then get the big coal plants back online so they can then jumpstart the other coal and large natural gas plants. What starts the two gen sets? Two little old 12-volt 4D batteries. Crazy to think that starting the entire grid comes down to only about 200 pounds of lead acid batteries. Also, I sent you details on the data center being built in Fort Wayne, Indiana. At that time, they were looking at 35 2 meg gen sets. Well, they had to change order and now want 40 2 meg gen sets, and it has officially been announced as a Google site. <sighs> two, two 12 volt batteries. If you go deep enough down the rabbit hole with this stuff, you realize the fragility of this. I mean, I, I feel like, and sound like a broken record over and over and over again, but it's because I know it, I know it. There's, um, the concrete that was poured in my front yard had a little bit of an issue with it. And I'm working through that issue with the builder and cause the subcontractor who poured the concrete didn't do things the way I would have done them. Um, and the whole time I was telling myself, not my monkeys, not my circus. It's okay. I paid somebody to do this. I'm going to let them do their job. Well, I probably should have been more vocal than I was in hindsight. And I was telling the home builder, I said, Hey, um, there's lots of things you can bullshit me on. Concrete's not one of them. I've just done too much of it. I know it, that the first truck that showed up, Guy started backing up. I held him up. I said, hold on, run a little bit off into the chute. He ran Mm -hmm. off into the chute. I grabbed it with my bare hand, squished it, squeezed it, checking the water-cement ratio, then opened my hand and looked at the dispersion of the aggregate content that was in there. Did it have enough cement in it? Is it good to go? It was your standard 5A's 4,000 PSI mix. It was at about a seven slump, which was a little wet for what we were doing. And all of that, just from grabbing a handful, squeezing it, looking at it. I know concrete. I've done more concrete than a man should do in his life. It's the same thing with the grid. I've seen it. I know it. I don't know everything about it. I don't know every nut, every bolt, every interconnection. But I know enough bolts, enough interconnections that I can make an educated guess as to where this thing is headed. I've seen behind the curtain enough to know, oh, oh, this thing's bullshit. And the only reason it's still here is the grace of yah and effective marketing. And so, even though I feel like a broken record sometimes, I'm going to keep telling y'all, the grid is fragile and it's just a matter of time before it goes away. Whether it's atrophy, whether it's just thermodynamics, bro. Whether it's atrophy or bad actors, with a physical attack or a cyber attack or bad policies that take primary generation via fossil air quote fossil fuels offline and replace them with secondary generation like wind and solar whatever it is whatever it is it's going away and you need to have a plan to not go away with it when it does again cdc in conjunction with the doe 90 percent of americans are dead within 12 months now Was that a CDC hit piece to get people more prepared? Probably, probably, honestly, that's probably what that was. How do we scare people into action? Because fear is a very powerful, although negative motivator. What if we put a report out that says that 90% of Americans will die in one year and we can disaggregate the responsibility for taking care of these people from the federal level down to the individual household level by getting people to buy food Water, shelter, commo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, so that they can be more resilient, shoulder that burden of responsibility themselves, because there's no way the federal government can take care of them. Even if we had the best government ever in the history of mankind and everything was hunky-dory and perfect, it's still not possible for the federal government to take care of all of the people in the country. Do you even FEMA, bro? I have FEMA'd, bro. No, it's not possible. So... I think part of why that CDC slash DOE document was released was to spur people to action, comma, having read the entirety of that document multiple times, all of the math that's in there, all, all of the argumentative premises, their suppositions, they're all legit. They didn't just pull things out of thin air to, to spin up a story to get people to prep. They're all legit. So, did it get people to prep? Yes. Should those people prep? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. This is not the zombie apocalypse we're talking about. This is, like, real. Way more real in my mind. So, dead horse, sufficiently beaten. Shall we move on? Yes, bear. let's move on next bear during a recent ice storm here in the suburbs of west portland cell phones and towers went down yep they'll do that you should have a redidio you should know how to use your redidio. but can i buy a bear a bao fang and talk 1400 miles away <laughs> in theory yes in actuality hell no no but I watched a video on YouTube that said, yeah, take it from the guy on YouTube. The videos on YouTube don't mean shit. You need your own skills. You got to buy the stuff. And, and don't just buy things for the sake of buying them. Buy what you need and then learn how to use it. Simplex commos going to be primarily what you're concerned about. And that's talking from one radio to another radio within the range of those radios. Okay. Bear, during a recent ice storm here in the suburbs of West Portland, cell phones and towers went down. After the event, I got a call from a close family friend who was in the afflicted area who is now taking an interest in prepping. Awesome. He reported that cell service was non-existent a few hours after the power went out. What's more, texting was delayed by several hours. This condition persisted for 48 hours. Hmm. I heard a guy on the internet talking about that one time. He looked kind of like this. During the ice storms, he went door to door to help people get their natural gas fireplaces started up and to check on his neighbors. Good job. This is a direct quote from our conversation. Quote, I can tell you now exactly who is going to live and who is going to die. End quote. Notable encounters he had while going door to door. First, a family who did not want to turn on their fireplace because it might stink up the house. My friends report. During this encounter, he is standing inside the person's entryway and it is already so cold they can see their breath inside. Second, he gets to a 70-year-old widow's house. She thanks him for stopping by to check on her and reports that she is fine with the gas fireplace going and plenty of food and water on hand. Mindset. 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 All right. We've got a longer one here, but I believe this is the last one. Hamilton, Ohio, WXIX, Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones is changing how his agency arms and trains deputies based on an ominous warning from FBI Director Christopher Ray. Sheriff Jones just got back from National Sheriff's Association annual winter conference in Washington, DC. I watched the video on that, where Ray's update for them has him convinced the terror attack in the US is imminent. Everybody paying attention? Everybody paying attention. What if the Chinese who came in from the southern border attacked the grid during the eclipse? What if? What what can you do? What can you do? Do that to the best of your ability. There's lots of what ifs, man. There's way too many variables to try and mitigate every variable. That's why it comes back to basics. Food. Water. Shelter, protection, intel, commo, homies. (laughs) Invade Canada, says John Hill. (laughs) We all, everybody march north. (laughs) We're coming for you, snowbird. I hope you've got room for 1,326 people at your house. Good morning, Alex. He says he wants Butler County to be ready, the sheriff, Richard Jones. Quote, it's going to happen here, end quote, Sheriff Jones said Tuesday. Quote, it's going to be all hands on deck. We want you to be concerned now. You're a fool if you don't listen to the chatter, end quote. He said the FBI director warned that terror threats are at an unprecedented level against the U.S. even compared to the weeks leading up to September 11, 2001 terror attacks since Hamas's attack on Israel last fall. These are remarks Ray made at a Senate committee hearing last year. Chinese hacky hackers, not Chinese hacky sacks, although that'd be, talk about a great apocalypse movie. All the Chinese hacky sacks from 20 years ago grow arms and legs and teeth and come to life and start attacking hippies. And they're like, bro, my longboard, bro. And like, then like the crazy prepper guy, Kevin Bacon from that movie, like comes over with his pump shotgun and just starts shooting hacky sacks. I found a hacky sack. In Aspen's room. You found a hacky sack in Aspen's room yesterday. Yeah. See, this this is why you got to pay attention to your kids. Next thing you know, they're like, "Hey, Dad, let's go catch some waves." I'm like, "Who are you?" She's like, "You want to play some hacky in the front yard?" Like, Who? Are, what happened to you? Who are you? What's what's going on here? <laughs> She's like, hey, MXPX dropped a new album. You want to, like, jam out? I'm like, what? What is happening? (laughs) Your brain works differently than most. I love it. Well, doggone it, I'm glad you do. Because it does. And works is a strong word. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Chinese hackers not hacky sacks, are ready to wreak havoc on critical U.S. infrastructure such as American water treatment plants, electrical grids, oil and natural gas pipelines, and transportation systems to disrupt our daily lives if the U.S. and China ever go to war. Wow. Where have I heard that one before? Hmm. That sounds super duper familiar. Everybody write this down. S-T-U-X-N-E-T. Sierra, Tango, Uniform, X-Ray, November, Echo, Tango, S-T-U-X-N-E-T, Stuxnet, all, all Siemens, S-I-E-M-E-N-S, all Siemens, PLCs, Programmable Logic Controllers, all are infected with Stuxnet. What is Stuxnet? Well, we don't really know, but it was probably, we know, probably developed by the CIA and used to infect the air-gapped computers that controlled Iranian centrifuges that were enriching uranium. And it it made slight variations to the rotation of the centrifuges that were enriching the uranium that caused the bearings on the uranium centrifuges to prematurely wear out so that it would decommission the uranium centrifuges that Iran totally didn't have. And then said virus, which infected Siemens PLC's programmable logic controllers, somehow got leaked to the interwebs and is now open source and has been open source for what, a decade now? And therefore, every single Siemens PLC on planet Earth is suspected to be infected. Now, you may be asking yourself, why should I care about that? because PLCs, programmable logic controllers, are the interface between hardware and software. Hardware like cranes that unload shipping containers at ports, or that open and close valves on nuclear reactors, or gas lines, or major fuel lines, or a thousand other things. A fa- probably literally millions of other individual things, but a thousand different types of products. And it's all just sitting there, dormant, just waiting for somebody to hit the button. Oh, that connection at the substation didn't open. We hit the button, but nothing happened. Oh, that connection at the substation has now exploded. Grid down. Let's continue. Uh, Ray publicly revealed last week in a U.S. House committee hearing along with, quote, there's been far too little public focus on cyber threats that affect every single American. China's hacking force outnumbers FBI cyber and intelligence analysts at least 50 to 1. U.S. says it blocked a China cyber threat but warns hackers could still disrupt the lives of Americans. Some attacks like hacking are already underway in Butler County and have been for years, according to Sheriff Jones. Russian hackers got into their computer system in late 2020, he said. It put down their dispatch center's automated computer system for about 10 days, requiring dispatchers to do their job with pen and paper. I would submit everybody should be able to do their job with pen and paper because the rectangles, if you haven't noticed already, are weaponized against us. If you say the wrong words to the rectangle, they pull your channel. You're not allowed to say those words or they throttle you or you get demonetized, which means the algorithm won't touch you. Or they propagandize you because you're scrolling through Instagram and every third thing is some whore shaking her ass on the rectangle or whatever. Pick a thing. The rectangles are not our friends. Can they be used for righteousness? Yes, they can. Were they designed for righteousness? No, they were not. Visual evidence. Stuxnet sent the Iranians back years. Yes, it did. Let's see. I was quote, I was told today, China tries to hack our computer systems five to 10 times a day, three times a day from Iran and Russia. It's constant. Sheriff Jones said, all we are doing is keeping them away as best we can. The FBI can't help us. It's too much. Last time they couldn't help us. He's ordered AR-15 rifles immediately into every single cruiser and not just a few along with ammunition and clips. AR-15s don't use clips. They use magazines, preferably in the 30 to 60-round range. Sheriff's Office also is changing how it trains staff and civilians. They've ordered more hazmat equipment with plans to expand their current hazmat team of 10. He's also planning to expand their Citizens on Patrol po- program. In addition, sign-ups just opened for the public to start training May 17th to 18th to help respond to natural disasters and attacks. The class is called When Disaster Strikes, Prepare, Act, Survive. The rest of this is freaking long. I think you're getting the point here. Uh, This is from a sheriff in Ohio, in uh, Hamilton, Ohio, Butler County Sheriff Richard Jones. When the normies start talking about how, uh, hey, it's time to be prepared because we're facing unprecedented imminent threats, maybe it's time to start taking them seriously oh big stretch to that point um refugemedical.com your promo code is bear nation all one word or two words if you're phonetically challenged today whatever you're into uh bear nation gets you free shipping on everything in the store there's a significant amount of stuff in the store The ankle kit, we got uh, some of those in. We've been shipping those out. So I'm not sure if it's currently in stock or if it's still on pre-order, but they're being fulfilled way quicker than we thought they were going to be. So if you need an EDC ankle kit to carry around on your body because the world is weird, hey, we got you, bro. If you happen to be wearing uh, super cool, let's be honest, super cool dad shorts, and you're like, I need a thing for dad shorts, you might consider the slick kit, like I got in my pocket right here. It's got chest seals, flat duct tape, combat gauze, compressed, uh, or, uh, a, a, uh, bandage right here, emergency trauma dressing, and a pair of gloves right there. And it fits. Look at how thin this thing is. You can fit this in the back pocket of your jeans. You can fit this in a cargo pocket on your shorts, little tiny thing right there. You run that in conjunction with a TQ. You got a blowout kit on your body, bro. Oh, but Barrett, do you have a tourniquet? I do have a tourniquet. It's in this pocket right here this is a gen 7 cat tourniquet right there hey everybody in the chat you just got shot in the left arm go mark time 102 12 ah remember tighter than you think it should be it is one turn past bad words boom 14 seconds all right so um we have all that stuff at refugemedical.com. The reason we have all that stuff at refugemedical.com is because I want good people to be prepared for whatever may come, and a huge portion of that is medical. <clears throat> we know since COVID, are you even allowed to say that word on camera anymore? I got this one. Good. Is this, this is good? This, this feels good. Um, since uh, twenty, good job, Travis Martin. Tracy Clark, done. Good job. TQ on Iridium group. Good job. All right. So since COVID, EMS response times have been shit and fewer people are engaging in that line of work. And um, the uh, maintenance aspects of being able to maintain the equipment, the ambulances, et cetera, et cetera, uh, not good. So the serviceability rate of the equipment is lower. There are fewer doctors and nurses and fewer people who are entering that line of work due to COVID. So I'm not saying we're witnessing the collapse. 47 seconds with a hand-washing first. I had toilet bleach on my hands. Good job, Fluster Cluck. Trenchcoat and girls said $5 to you for your new home. Bless you, sister. Thank you. 25, campfire chef. See? Good job, Bear Nation TQs. Um, I'm not saying we're witnessing the collapse of the American healthcare system, but we are witnessing the crumbling of the American healthcare system, which means... Again, we got to take personal responsibility. So the whole point of Refuge, I operate Refuge at a five percent profit margin. Five, this many percent, five. Okay, because opex, operational expenses, I got to pay people, I got to keep the lights on, I got to do all that, and the way we get around a five percent profit margin is volume. Being perfectly frank, we sold fourteen thousand kits in 2023. Praise ya, and thanks to y'all. So. We pressure tested this stuff. We literally are producing kits right now for cool guys that are literally about to jump out of planes with them to make sure that they're jumpable. Like this is what we do. We make a product that works for the military and then we take those concepts and we scale them back down to core foundational concepts for you, the prepared civilian. And if it's gonna work for people who are literally going to jump out of airplanes, with these kits, and then go patrol with them and bet their life on them. Um, they'll work for us. They work for us. All right, I got this one so good. I'm gonna unget this one. Ah, yes. You know what's cool? Since we started doing this, the number of people who have come to class who would typically fail their first tourniquet challenge in class has gone way down. It used to be like at least half the class would air quote die on the first challenge. Mm-hmm. It's over seventy percent that's surviving now, just from doing this on camera, over and over and over again, which is awesome. Now remember to restage everybody. Restage your TQ. Ah, there we go. Yeah, a bunch of stuff on this. I do. You need those. You need like a Got to a shop vac it. the fuzz off. You need to comb it. <laughs> you need to comb it. So that's what we do at Refuge Medical. We've got all kinds of kits. Um, whether you need a boo-boo kit or you need a SEAL Team Operational Medical Pack, we got you. And your promo code is Nation. Gets you free shipping, which in today's day and age is not nothing. Ask me how I know. Uh, we spend a significant amount of money on shipping as an organization. So that's the Refuge thing. Ruckus. We're 30 days out from the ruckus. One month out from the ruckus. And so if you want to come to Fort Smith, Arkansas... And come ruck with us to raise money and awareness for Caleb House, which is our anti-human trafficking ministry. 501c3. Legit. You can do that. The URL is refugeruckus.com. It is March 8th through 10th, 2024 in Fort Smith, Arkansas. If you can't, I've, and I challenge you to make it to Fort Smith. Now, if you can't make it to Fort Smith, Arkansas, you can do a remote ruck. And you ha- if you have any questions at all. Do not ask me, because I don't know the answers. You email events at calebhouse.org, events, E-V-E-N-T-S, at Caleb, with a K, K K-A-L-B, house.org. And Sarah, who's our event coordinator, will 100% take care of you. Here's what I know about the ruckus in a nutshell. It'll fill a thimble. March 8th through 10th, 2024, Fort Smith, Arkansas. On Friday, we have speakers, presenters, and vendors. Saturday, Shabbat. So we're going to do a Bible study, worship, and a hangout. Sunday morning, we rock. That's what I know. That's all I need to know. Anything other than that, events at calebhouse.org. Cool? Cool. Uh, Grindstoneministries.com. You need a Bible and you don't have one? Grindstoneministries.com. Links are all in the description down below. I'll send you a Bible. If you want to pour into our disaster relief and construction ministry, you can do that at grindstoneministries.com. Grindstone is building Caleb house. Caleb house is our 501 C three, which is our restoration facility for uh, juvenile human trafficking survivors, which is a bunch of $50 words for it. it is the place where we put traffic children back together again. If you've been paying any attention at all to this channel, you know that like nobody's doing that. Just a very small handful of people are actually doing the restoration portion. Um, of funds are spent on awareness for anti-human trafficking. 10% are spent on rescue. 0%, literally 0% are spent on restoration. And so we founded Caleb House so that we could restore the least of these to put these kiddos back together again. And if the Spirit convicts you to participate in that with us, you can visit us at Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. And that is the show for today. And therefore, we will pray. And if you don't like that, then you can hit the door and that's okay. You're an American. You're allowed to be as right or wrong about whatever you want to be as long as you're not negatively impacting my life, comma, my channel, my rectangle. We're going to pray. Oh, good morning, Father Yah. Father, you are awesome and amazing. Thank you for making today for us that we'd have another opportunity to humble ourselves before you and participate in your well, your will and experience the abundance of your provision and protection and blessing. Father, let us uh, be pointed at you and be mindful of you as the world continues to fall to pieces to remember that we are to be in the world, not of the world. We are of you and our job is to shine our light into the darkness not to hide it and as things continue to get dumber and dumber that you would strengthen us, that our faith would become stronger and stronger and that people would see us and that they would see you and that our every breath we take would be a witness and a testimony to just how amazing and awesome you are. Father, thank you for your provision, for your protection and for your blessing, even though we we can't earn it that you are such a good loving and forgiving and righteous father that you would bless your children. Thank you for making a way for us to come home again by the blood of your son because we'd be dead without him. Thank you for giving us a pattern to walk in in the footsteps of Messiah. Oh father, everybody who's out there going through stuff right now, whatever that stuff might be, I pray that you'd minister to them. Whether it's health or personal or financial or spiritual, the struggle, Father, is a cornerstone of what it means to be your people. And so I pray that you'd minister to them in the struggle and that you would literally miraculously be indwelt in the situation as a witness and a testimony to just how good you are. Father, keep us strong. Give us endurance. Give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach to be your hands and feet. And Father, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Pour out your spirit on all flesh. Please send your Ruach HaKodesh for wisdom and discernment, for conviction and how to walk, and where to walk, and when to walk, and who to walk with. Father, give us peace that surpasses all understanding. That even as things spin out of control all around us, that we are steadfast in our faith, that we are rooted in you, that we are unshakable and unmovable. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you. Thank you for loving us from the foundation of the world. Thank you for knowing us before we were even formed in the womb. Father, we love you and we praise you. And I lift all these people up to you and lay them at your feet and ask that you would protect them today, provide for them today, and bless them today, and that you would make your face to shine upon them. And ask these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. That's it. I love you all. See you when I see you.